In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my Upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you You'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Would you pay over $150,000, break both your legs to be taller? The gruesome surgery that is trending on social media designed to make you taller, limb lengthening surgery. Before we get into today's episode, a little trigger warning. I discuss graphic and confronting surgery procedures that may make your skin crawl. So just be mindful when you're listening to this episode and be sure to take care of yourself. The What's Eating You podcast is a series of mental health topics that are designed to make you think, learn, educate, and validate. Enjoy the show. All right, welcome to another episode of the What's Eating You podcast. I'm your host and psychologist, Stephanie Giorgio. And today we're going to discuss a topic that's becoming increasingly popular, limb lengthening surgery, also known as cosmetic height surgery. This may be something you haven't heard about before. Now, I've been wanting to talk about this for years because, to be honest, I know about this personally. Someone I know had this surgery done a few years ago. I was the only one who knew about the surgery at the time, and I was told to keep it a complete secret, and I wasn't allowed to tell anyone. As a young woman, holding all this on my shoulders, seeing what this surgery actually entailed receiving images about it. It was a lot to process and I don't even know how I handled it. At the time, I actually remember my eating disorder getting worse and I think it was because of the stress. Now, I'll go into more detail about this whole saga in my second book when it comes out. It's going to have to now that I've said it. This episode isn't about me. It is about a grueling surgery becoming more and more popular. The reason I speak about it now is because I was sent a video of a TikToker that is going viral because he's sharing his journey of undergoing limb lengthening surgery. And he's always posting heading towards 190 centimeters. And his videos are quite inspiring. They're quite uplifting. It is in another language, so it's not in English, but you see these 
videos of him walking on crutches and lengthening his bones. And I'm going to go into the whole process of it. So either it's becoming more socially acceptable or more people are doing it. I'm not too sure. But back in the day when I first heard about this, it wasn't a surgery that people just easily got. It was actually a specific surgery to make you taller if you had a deformity, dwarfism, some sort of congenital deformity, and people had one leg that was longer than the other. It wasn't really a cosmetic option. All right, what is it? If you have seen the movie Gattaca, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And if you haven't seen the movie Gattaca, go and see it. It is a really good film. We had to study this in year 12, but it was actually a very good movie. So if you haven't seen it, it's a movie that came out in 1998, a science fiction, where the main character, he wanted to go to space. It was his dream to travel to space and work in space. And Jude Law is in this movie as well, I believe. I'm not good with actors' names, so just bear with me. The point of the story is to go to space, you needed to have the perfect genetics. You needed to be tall enough. You needed to have 20-20 eyesight. You needed to be smart enough. And this young man was desperate to go to space and do whatever it took. So in this movie, he gets his eyes corrected. He learns everything he needs to know. And the only thing that was left was that he was not tall enough to go into space. So he goes through a medical procedure to get taller. So his bones are broken in his legs and his legs are painfully stretched and placed in braces to allow the bones to heal together longer than they were before. Now, in the movie, they use a frame on his legs called an Elazarov frame. I believe now the surgery is much less invasive and there isn't such a big external device that holds your bone together. So when you watch this movie, it probably has come a long way, but nevertheless, it is one of the most radical forms of plastic surgery. And what's concerning is people are doing it as an elective procedure because there's only one way to be permanently taller, and it's by breaking your bones in your legs, forcing them apart, allowing them to heal, and you're essentially growing new bone tissue over a period of time. So how does it work? The procedure begins with an operation called an osteotomy, in which the orthopedic surgeon cuts the bone to be lengthened. Now, the limb, it's usually the upper leg, but some people get the lower leg done too. So let's just imagine we're looking at our thigh. The bone in your thigh essentially is cut, and then it's stabilized using a type of internal or external fixation device. So essentially your bone is cut and you have this metal rod that is inside your bone, which allows you to continually stretch the bone or break the bone every day. So you have to actually, the surgery isn't actually the surgery. The surgery puts the device in place. It sets you up. And then what you need to do is you need to spread the gap typically four times a day, one quarter millimeter with each adjustment for a total of one millimeters a day. That's how tall you get. And you continue to crack the bone and crack and it's allowed 
cracking, confronting sound. I couldn't find any of this on the internet, but I know obviously from the experience I had, it is so painful, right? So this first phase is called the distraction phase. So this is when the bone has been cut and it's very gradually pulled apart. And in this process, what happens is it promotes distraction, osteogenesis, or new bone growth at the site of the osteotomy where you cut it. So you cut this hole, essentially you split it and then new bone tissue starts to grow. And that happens by continually spreading the gap, spreading the gap, spreading the gap. Now, as the space between the ends of the bone opens up, the body continues to produce new tissue in the gap until the desired length of the bone has been generated. So just imagine you're kind of cutting something and you're spreading it and you're spreading it a bit more and you're spreading it a bit more. Kind of like stretching your ears with a with an ear stretcher sort of, but this is you would then sort of take the stretcher out and then your ear is stretched and this is a bad example, but you get the drift. So essentially you're you're stretch, stretch, stretching and you do this for months on end. This can take up to three months, just the stretching part. And then only when you get the desired length, so one millimeter a day, right? Once you get the desired length, then that's when the healing comes. And then that's when the bone starts to fuse. Now you're probably thinking, well, how tall can you get? Now you can only gain an inch at a time using this procedure. And you will pay for that one inch with three months of excruciating healing time, followed by another three months of rigorous therapy, right? Think about this. And when they describe it online, it sounds simple and dandy and they say it's painful, but having had someone I know gone through this, it's really messed up, okay? It involves a doctor literally breaking your shin bones, inserting a telescopic rod, and then letting the rod ever so slowly pull the broken halves of your shin bones further apart, about one millimeter each day. Over time, new muscles, new arteries, and bone fill the gap. And I completely understand there is a need for this in people who have deformities, who have one leg longer than the other, or for whatever reason, but people are electing to get this to be taller. And I understand for a lot of men specifically, height is a major insecurity for them. And I went on this rabbit hole of reading these blogs of men who were, you know, five foot two, felt so insecure, were being teased about their height, which you should never do because height isn't something that people can control. And he tried wearing those insoles that makes you taller. He tried all these different things for his height, but then he came to the realization that he wanted to have this limb lengthening surgery. And he said it was the best decision he ever made. But the thing is, depending on how tall you want to get, that procedure I just described, you may need to do it three times over. Because remember, you're only really getting one inch within three months of that time period. So who gets this done? As mentioned, it was initially reserved for people with dwarfism or mismatched leg lengths, but it's come into vogue as straight-up plastic surgery for those who just want to be taller. The most height ever gained by one person in this manner was 15 centimetres, six inches, 
meaning that someone underwent the procedure we described six times. And think about it, while you are in this procedure, you are disabled. You cannot walk. You are in a wheelchair. You need people to cook. You need people to help you clean. You need a full-time carer. And that costs money as well, right? And because you are essentially trying to grow new bone, you need to eat a lot of calories, okay? This is from the personal experience that I know of. They needed to eat heaps and heaps of calories and cooking and getting up was so hard. They couldn't even do it. So you're trying to eat lots, but you can't exercise. So what's going to happen? You're probably going to gain weight, right? So there's all these other complications. Now I do know that before you undergo this surgery, there is a thorough screening that happens, right? They want to make sure that the person is okay to do the surgery, that they're in the right spot. So they do undertake thorough psychological testing to make sure that they are okay to do the procedure, making sure that there's no uh, mental health issues, etc. But this surgery can cause mental health issues. It can make you anxious. It can make you depressed. As you can imagine, being confined to a room and not being able to walk, not being able to eat unless you have the right support will have instrumental impacts on your mental health. Now, I know what you're thinking. How much does it cost? Now, it can vary very greatly depending on the procedure of the provider. So on average, the cost can be anywhere between $75,000 to $250,000, making it an expensive option. Now, the surgery, as mentioned, is usually performed on the the femur, I believe, which is the top of your thigh on that side. And then you just have this external rod that you can see, and then you twist it and you're cracking your bone every day for three months. But if people want to take it to that next level, they can also get their tibia done, which is the bone at the bottom of their leg. And if I've got this the wrong way around, apologies. And then they can extend the bottom and the top. But I do believe there are risks involved with extending the bottom bone as opposed to just the top one. And you have to learn how to do everything again. You have to learn how to walk again. You have to learn how to stretch again. There's so much uh, physio that goes into it. You need to hire a physio coach to help you learn how to reuse your legs. And there's a lot of stiffening that happens. So you have to stretch and go through this and even massive injections, blood thinners, you have to take that. So this isn't really shown unless you speak to someone with lived experience of this procedure. But I just want to talk about the impacts of height because this is a massive insecurity, especially for a lot of men. And if you're listening to this and you comment on people's height or you have in the past, I think we all have spoken about it. Just be mindful of it. It really is a deeply embedded insecurity that someone can't change and it can have really detrimental impacts to someone's mental health. Height, right? This blog that I was reading, he was saying people take taller people seriously he was working as a counselor. He didn't feel that he could quite help people when he had this own issue. And after he got this surgery, he actually opened up his own limb lengthening surgery practice where he counsels and supports people. So pretty good outcome. But it's easy to judge this. And when I was looking at this TikToker's account, oh my gosh, the hate he was getting 
People were like, all of this just to be a few centimeters taller. How vain can you be? And I understand it does look like a very vain or self-entitled type of thing to do when you are healthy and your legs work and you're not disabled or you don't have a condition. But then think about all the things that we do that we probably don't need to, you know, it's other surgeries. It's not uncommon for women to get lip filler, to get nose jobs, to get BBLs, to get all of that. So why is height surgery so grueling and uncomfortable to think about? I think it is the invasiveness of it. I think it's the the torture you have to go through to do it and what you have to endure that I think doesn't sit well with people because it is so, so painful, incredibly expensive and has a massive impact on your life throughout the whole process. And the thing is, there's not a lot of places that do it. I know for a fact that many people are going to Turkey to have this done or people are going overseas to have the procedure. They don't even tell people they're having it done and then the person just comes back and they're taller. Um, so let's talk about the psychological impacts. As mentioned, they shouldn't be overlooked. It's important to remember that changing one's appearance has a big impact on your mental health, right? People may experience anxiety or depression before or after the surgery and others may struggle with body dysmorphia. They may get this and then think I'm still not tall enough or something else needs to change, right? Body dysmorphic disorder is a preoccupation with a real or perceived flaw in your appearance, and you go to extreme lengths to deal with that, but it's actually a mental health issue. It's not physical. Now, post-surgery care. The process of limb lengthening itself is grueling. As mentioned, they have to undergo months of physical therapy, of rehab, and it's time-consuming. You can't work while you do this. You're sitting in a room, literally breaking your legs and waiting for the bone to fuse. So how does it make you taller? As mentioned, you break the bone, you separate the fragments, and then the gap between the two fragments is then filled by new bone tissue. So over time, the bone grows, it solidifies, and it lengthens the bone and makes the person taller. But there's so many complications that can come with this. Infection, because you've got obviously the pins in your legs, the metal, nerve damage, and blood clots. And that's why you have to inject these massive blood thinners as well. I don't know. Would you do this? Let me know. After you listen to this episode, let me know what you think. And if you are enjoying hearing about, I guess, out-of-pocket plastic surgeries or these types of topics, let me know. But I thought I would talk about it because it is something that I guess personally has, has struck accord with me, especially seeing it on TikTok. And when, you, when you're when you watching someone who's gone through this, it's quite confronting. So just a warning, if you're going to go Google this or look at the procedure or investigate it, it can be quite uncomfortable or unnerving to see. So in conclusion, limb lengthening surgery, it's, I wouldn't say it's relatively new. It has been around, but I guess people weren't getting it for cosmetic reasons especially in Australia, you don't see it, but overseas in Turkey, it was developed in Russia. That's where it first started. 
it's not rare and it's still considered a niche procedure. Now, people may consider the surgery for many reasons, but it's so important that if you have an insecurity, if you're paranoid about your height, your whatever it is, speak to a professional first because the impacts of going through a surgery can sometimes be greater than the insecurity that you're going to the surgery for. Hope you've enjoyed today's episode. If you have, please let me know on Instagram. I love reading your feedback. Rate the podcast. Just click the little star underneath it on Spotify or write a review in Apple. I'll be so forever grateful and I'm loving hearing that you're enjoying the episode. Don't hesitate to reach out. Every Sunday I put a box, Psychology Sunday, where you get to type your questions about upcoming episodes. I will see you in the next one. Take care and bye for now. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.